0: Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. And we pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Colossians 317, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Whatever you do in word or deed, there's something we got to remember. And we need to do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I want to preach on this subject. Everything we need is in that name. I said everything we need. Is I pray and I hope that when we finish this service, that we are going to look at the name of Jesus much differently. Amen. I'm not saying we're going to look at it, you know, we know it's already powerful, but maybe we didn't realize what was all in that name. Amen. Praise God. You know, the name of Jesus, it's not just another name given to some obscure person who was born over 2,000 years ago. That name was given to Mary's son before he was even born by the archangel Gabriel, amen, who was God's chief messenger angel. And to Mary, the angel said in Luke 1:31, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. To Joseph, uh, the angel said, Matthew 121, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So in the Hebrew, Old Testament is in the Hebrew, that name is pronounced Yahshua. In the Greek, amen, in, which is in the New Testament was written in the Greek, in the Greek that name is Pronounced Jesus. Uh, in English, we know it's pronounced Jesus. Praise God. But however you say it, amen, when you know what's in there and you know what that name represents, uh, there's something going to happen in that name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's thank God. Praise the Lord. Whether you say Yahshua, or jesus or jesus they all mean the same thing jehovah saves or god saves and that's interesting because the primary mission of the son of god is found in the literal meaning of his name which is jehovah savior or god the savior amen like the angel told jo- uh, joseph he shall save his people from their sins <laughs> Amen. That's what Jesus means. And what do we see in the book of Acts? Shortly after the church began, in chapter 4, verse 12... Peter said, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name given under heaven among men whereby we must be saved. There is no option. Peter's telling us that the salvation of our souls cannot come from any other source or any other name than the name of Jesus. Amen, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You can't come to God. You can't go to heaven. But through that name. And folks, we all need salvation. We know that. It's God's desire that every human being be saved. So it's easy to see that we find salvation in and through that name. Because that's what it means. But I'm having to tell you today, having said that, I'm here to tell you that there is so much more, amen, than salvation contained in the name of Jesus. And we need to get a hold of that. Well, what do you mean by that? I mean that there are people that are saved but are not happy. I mean there are people that are saved but they're depressed. I mean there are people that are saved but full of fear. I mean there are people that are saved but haven't been healed like they need to be healed. There are people that are saved but don't realize that our God is a provider. Amen. Amen. Yes, we need salvation, amen, to be saved and make heaven our home someday, but we also need a whole bunch of other things along the way to have a successful walk with him, things that'll help us stay saved, things that'll help us stay encouraged, things that'll help us stay an overcomer, stay focused, stay fired up, stay on the straight and narrow path, amen, and the way and the highway of holiness. And stay in a position, amen, where God can continually bless us and give us the victory. I'm telling you this morning, everything we need is in that name. I mean everything. That name is greater and higher and more powerful than any other name anywhere. Philippians 2.9, Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. And I don't think people realize the scope, the depth, and all that's really contained in that name. When you begin to think and ponder on the name of Jesus... It's amazing what's really in that name, what's really involved and included in that name. Now, did you know that if you'll read through the Bible, there are over 1,200 titles and names attributed to God in the Bible, and out of all 1,200 of those titles and names, there's only one that stands alone by far as the greatest and most powerful of all, and it's the name of Jesus. And the amazing thing is, the name of Jesus is not just the greatest of the 1,200. Amen. I'm telling you that all the rest of those titles and all the rest of those names are contained in, are included in, are a package deal in the name of Jesus. So when you say Jesus, you get all 1,200 of those titles and everything they represent. Amen. you are saying much more than you can ever imagine when you say the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus and everything contained in it reaches so many different people, so no matter who you are, everything you need is in that name. Let me give you an example. Some examples. To the architect, he's the chief cornerstone. To the artist, he's the altogether lovely. To the astronomer, he's the bright and the morning star. To the baker, he's the bread of life. Amen. To the banker, he is the unsearchable riches. To the biologist, he is the life. To the bride, he's the bridegroom. To the builder, he's the sure foundation. To those in need of consoling, he is the comforter. To those drifting through life he is the anchor to the doctor he's the great physician to the florist he is the rose of sharon and the lily of the valleys to the friendless he's the friend that stick it closer than a brother to the geologist he's the rock of ages To the heavy laden, he is the rest. To the judge, he's the judge of all. To the juror, he is the faithful and true witness. To the king, he's the king of kings. To the lawyer, he's a counselor and he's an advocate. To the musician, he's a new song. To the reporter, he is good tidings. To the philanthropist, he is the unspeakable gift. To the philosopher, he's the wisdom of God. And to those searching for the true meaning of life, he is the way. To the sculptor, he's the living stone. To the shepherd, he's not only the lamb of God, but he's the good shepherd. And to the sinner, he's the savior. To the soldier, he's the captain of our salvation. (laughs) To the theologian, he's the author and finisher of our faith. To the thirsty, he's the living water. To the weak, he's the power of God. To the widow, he's the husband. And to the zoologist, he's the lion of the tribe of judah amen there's so much in that name hallelujah all of that and more is in that name so what i'm trying to tell you is when you say jesus you said it all amen so why is it that we do not use that name more often in our daily lives is it because we don't want to take it in vain I don't know. Is it because we don't want to misuse or abuse it? Is it because we don't want to overuse it? Is it because maybe we're afraid it's not going to work for us when we speak it? You see, it's God's desire that we rely on and call on that name regularly in our lives. For the small things and for the big things. Amen. For everything. The Bible is very clear about what role the name of Jesus should play in our lives. See, if we use it with respect and with the fear of the Lord, if we use it with faith and expectation, if we use it with the knowledge and understanding that it is the name of Almighty God, and as the children of God, I got a right not only to praise God, but I got a right to use the name of Jesus anytime I need to. Praise God. I got a right to use the name of Jesus. He told me to. He said in Colossians 3.17, our text, Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Je- the Lord Jesus. Do all. The, the, the ESV version said, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. Everybody say Everything. Now, last time I checked, all and everything is all-inclusive. Like, see, if you go on some kind of like, vacation package, you know, to some resort or some cruise or something, and they say, it's all-included. Everything's included. You don't have to do anything. Amen. Then I'm expected not to do anything. Like somebody's going to carry me and my bags on the ship. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. I'm telling you, that's the power of God. Hallelujah. And so we know that salvation's in his name. But you know, help is in his name. Psalm 124 verse 8, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Amen. There is deliverance in that name Joel 2 32 it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered and folks we need to be delivered sometimes we need help from God sometimes we need a lot of things from God and I'm telling you the way to get to it is call the name of Jesus and it will happen for you There is safety and protection in that name. Proverbs 18, 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Amen. I can call that name in the midst of trouble when it seems like I'm surrounded. I have no trees to climb. I have no places to go hide. I can't dig a hole and fall in it. Amen. But I can call the name of Jesus and I have a ready-made tower that I can run in and be safe. Prayers are answered in that name. Praise God. So when you pray, pray in Jesus' name. Don't pray, don't finish your prayer by saying, In your name I pray. Amen. What is his name? What's his name? Sometimes I want to reach up and I want to walk up to some platforms that I've been involved with. I'm sitting in a service. I'm sitting in a funeral. I'm sitting in a wedding. I'm sitting in this. I'm sitting in that. And they say, in your name we pray. Amen. In the Father's name we pray and all that stuff. Let me tell you something. Those are not the name of Jesus. Amen. That's what they mean. But until you utter that five-letter word, things aren't happening for you. Heaven is not being mobilized for you. You gotta call the name. Whether you say Yahshua or Jesus or Jesus, say something. But you gotta say the name, because everything we need is in that name. So I'm praying in Jesus' name. Jesus said Himself in John fourteen fourteen, "If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it." That's good enough for me. Matthew, Jesus said, Again, I say unto you in 18, chapter 18, verse 19, Again, I say unto you that if two or of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Praise God so we are we are praying and we are agreeing together that's why we got a team up, folks. That's why you wonder why we come to church. You wonder why we hang out together. You wonder why we rub shoulders because we're better when we're together, amen. We're more powerful when we got each other's back, praise God. We can't just be out there by ourselves. I know sometimes we are at work. We are there and we are here, amen. But we, do, we can get together with the people of God and we can agree and pray, amen. My father will, be, will do it for you. And then he continues on the same thought where two or three are gathered together, where where they're agreeing together. Amen. I'm in the midst. Amen. And my name is there too. Praise God. God. There's healing in that name. And folks, we need to be healed. We need to be not just physically healed. Sometimes we need to be emotionally healed. Amen. Jessica taught a great lesson about being broken and and God putting back the pieces, we need to be emotionally healed. Sometimes those those wounds take longer than physical wounds to heal up. We need to be mentally healed. There's so many things. Praise God that we need healing. In Acts chapter 3, God used Peter to heal the, mainland, the lame man that was from birth. And, he, and when he asked for some money from Peter. And Peter said, you know, I don't have any right now, but I do have something for you. Amen. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. I got something better than some money. They give you just another piece of bread or something. I got Jesus. In Acts chapter 9, God used Peter to heal Aeneas, who was bedridden for eight years because he was paralyzed. In Acts chapter 9, also God used Peter to raise Tabitha from the dead. Amen. In Acts chapter 14, God used Paul to heal a lame man from birth. In Acts chapter 20... God used Paul to heal a young man who fell out of a third-story window and was pronounced dead. See, Paul was a little long-winded. That means he preached too long sometimes. And so they're in this upper third-story area, and this young man is sitting in a window. There's no, no, uh, no screens or no security bars, and he's just sitting up there, and he's falling asleep because this message is going on and on, I guess. It's true story. You read it, Amen. And he fell out of the window, splat. During the sermon, I'm talking about you know everything. Okay, that changes the whole situation. We got to go see about this guy. Uh, no sermon for now, Amen. And and they they took him up dead. The Bible said they took. He was pronounced dead. And Paul said he's not dead. He picked him up in Jesus' name. And here you go. I'm telling you, that's what kind of power is in the name of Jesus. But we got to understand who we serve. We got to understand that God is ready to do things on our behalf. But we got to have the courage and we got to have the faith and we got to have the hunger, amen, to say the name in every situation. Praise God. Mark chapter 16, verse 17 These signs shall follow them to believe in my name, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And that's just not preachers only, folks. Amen. That's every believer it says believers. Amen. Everybody say I am a believer. Believe. That means you lay hands on each other. Praise God. Well, listen, wait till we get to church and we get the pastor Sanchez and Pastor Bradley will pray for us and No, don't wait till you get to church. Amen. Like brother Sanchez said, you can be dead by the time you come to church, right? Or something like that. Hallelujah. We know, with this flu going around, you don't want to wait five days or whatever. You lay hands on. You're a child of God. you got the power. Amen. In Jesus' name. He didn't say everything you need is in the church house. He said everything you need is in Jesus' name. And that name, go, it's portable. That name leaves this place. That name's in your car, in your job, in your schoolroom. Amen. At home, it's everywhere you go. Amen. James chapter 5, verse 14. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And then, when you do come to church and you want prayer, we'll pray for you in the name of the Lord. And the oil's not going to do it. And my hand on your head's not going to do it. Amen. Those are only things of obedience that God told us to do. But in the name of the Lord is going to do it, which is Jesus' name. Amen. You know, when the kids were really young, I don't know exactly how old they were, they were like toddlers. Had the cribs, you know, L-shaped in the corner of the little spare bedroom in the apartment. And my wife wasn't working the first four years that they were uh, alive, amen. And so this is probably, I don't know, two years, two and a half years. I'm not sure exactly. And when I would get home from work, she would, like, jump up and down, yay, see ya, and she'd leave. (laughs) You know, because, you know, you you say, well, you're not working. Oh, yeah, you can't say that a mother is not working, especially when you got two. Amen. It's all hands on deck when you got two toddlers. Amen, especially when uh, after when they're first born and they're not even eating on the same schedule and they're eating every three hours. Amen. Nobody's sleeping. No time. The only time I was sleeping is on my desk at work. Amen. But I remember that my wife, when I got home one day, going out with the girls. We're going to go have a good time. And no, I go, hey, praise God, whatever. And and Renee at that particular time, she for several days had had really bad hives. I don't know if she ate something or whatever, but I mean, head to toe, really bad hives. And we've been praying for her. Amen. And they just were hanging on. And, And I remember that my wife left and I just like something rose up in me and I was and I just went in and checked on them because They were they were sleeping when she left, and I had taken a nap or whatever. And I looked in there, and I saw those highs, and something rose up in me and said, "You know what, God? I know that in Your name, things can happen. Praise God!" And I know we've already prayed many prayers, but I believe that you can just do it in a second, in a moment of time. And I just laid hands quietly, and I prayed in the name of Jesus over her. I didn't want to wake her up because you know I'm on duty, and as long as you sleep, that's that's some time where I can just rest. Praise God! So. and don't don't shake the bed, don't get people riled up, no, no, amen, and then I went out in the living room, praise God, and my wife came home, and I'm telling you, I don't know, a few hours later, and we went and the kids got up, and there was no hives on her body, like hours later, after days of, in the name of Jesus, he will heal us. I don't care how often you pray for it, you just keep asking, You keep praying. You keep having faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. There's power in that name. Demons have no choice but to back up and back off at that name. James 4, 7 said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. What's the best way to resist him? Through that name, of course. Mark 16:17 And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils Luke chapter 10 Jesus sent the guys on a mission Amen. And to be in his stead and to go out and, you know, help people preach the gospel and, and pray for people and lay hands and do this and do that. And of course, uh, whenever you get out there doing the work of God, ugliness comes out in your face, uh, at your face. Uh, amen. The enemy, the darkness doesn't like to have the light coming. Amen. So they were withstood by the enemy. Amen. But the Bible said in Luke ten seventeen, and the 70 returned again with joy. And saying, Lord, even the devil, devils are subject unto us through thy name. Praise God. When you're fighting enemies, when you're fighting battles, amen. Be sure to do it in the name of Jesus. We can't do it in our own strength, in our own wisdom, in our own ingenuity. We got to rely on the power of the name. Satan hates that name, he trembles at the mention of that name, because he knows the name is attached to the almighty God. Yeah. Amen, this, this, this scripture is not in my notes, but James 2.19 said, Thou believest in one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. Yeah. Amen, thank you. Praise the Lord, I say it and it's up there. Thank you Jesus hallelujah but look at that you believe in one God you better believe that the Satan believes who God is and what the name of Jesus says amen and they are even at the understanding of God being one God he trembles because at the name of that one God and people of the name and people that are his children that use the name in faith understanding he's gonna back off and that's how you resist him amen, amen. There are signs and wonders and miracles in that name. The apostles were hauled in by the Jewish leadership shortly in the early stages of the book of Acts. They were detained and for that night and in the morning they were brought and called on the carpet before the council and they were told that you better not preach in that name anymore. You better not teach in that name and you see in chapter 3 when I already spoke to you about that lame man that Jesus that Peter uh, you know called the name of Jesus over and healed and he got healed because of that. Amen. That miracle caused an uproar and all the people were flocking to the apostles and of course when you got all these people coming to you, you preach the gospel, and you call in the name of Jesus, and they didn't like that. These guys did not like that a notable miracle that they could not explain away, amen, had happened in the name of Jesus. And they rebuked them, and they told them, you better not preach. We're, gonna, we're warning you, you better not. We're going to get mad at you. And they were slapping them around and threatening them. And you know what they said? They left the council. Acts chapter number 4, verse 29. And they said, they, they said a prayer after they got out of that council. After they let them go. After they threatened. The Bible said, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may sp- they speak thy word, by stretching forth thine hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. Folks, they didn't stop. They didn't stop. And they were back in there shortly after that. In Acts chapter 12, Peter was thrown in prison by King Herod. After Herod had taken James, a man, the brother of John, and beheaded him. And then he took Peter. And I'm sure... He, after, the, after Peter would spend a night in a cold jail cell, he was going to have him executed in the morning. He was going to really persecute this new church. Amen. And the following day never uh, never arrived with Peter still in jail, praise God, because down the street at Mark's mother's house, you know, the guy that wrote the book of Mark, his mom had a house down the street, and they were all praying for him to get out of jail, and God answered that prayer in jesus name and they sent he sent an angel and he got him out of jail amen and the only person that lost the only people that lost their lives that morning when everybody woke up and everybody uh you know when they herod sent for peter to be brought and they said uh boy he's not here and he was in the inner prison he was in like solitary confinement. He had two guards next to them, and they were all chained together. This was a prized possession. the The spokesman, the guy with the keys to the kingdom, the guy who really knew the name of Jesus. They had him dead to rights. They weren't letting him go. He was behind several locked doors, and he was shackled to guys. And the angel just came and said, "You're going to sleep. You're going to sleep. All right, chains. You go. You go off of there. And hey, Peter, wake up. Yes, you're you're not spending the night here. You're getting out of here. Put your shoes on. Put your little your robe on and all the doors started opening for him until he got to the one that led to the street and he was out there and the angel disappeared and he made his way down the street to mark mother's house he knocked on the door and a lady a man named rhoda came and said who is it it's peter she didn't even open the door she was so excited and she went back they said who is it it's peter it can't be peter he's in prison haven't you guys been praying for him to get out of prison? Yeah, but, you know, do we really believe our prayers? <laughs> no, seriously, they didn't even believe it was him. And they said, oh, it must be a spirit of him or something, because he's in prison. You guys have been praying in Jesus' name. Anything you ask in my name, I'll do it for you. That's what he said. Yeah. They opened the door. Yes, it was Peter. Folks, we need to believe our prayers. <laughs> we need to have faith in our prayers. And we need to have faith in the name that we pray our prayers in because everything we need is in that name in acts chapter 13 there was a sorcerer that was causing grief to the ministry of paul and barnabas so paul looked at him and said you're going to be blind for a while and he was blind and he was looking for people to lead him about and he was no more a bother to the ministry of paul and barnabas Amen. In Acts chapter 16, Paul cast a demon out of a woman. Amen. And it caused such an uproar because the people of that city had, had actually used that demon and that woman. Amen. To make money because she could tell the future. And it was like a, all this divinity weird stuff that she had. Divination. Amen. And they actually made money. And when, when that spirit was cast out of her because she was following Paul around. Saying, these men are the great power of God. These men. And Paul said, look, lady, you're, you're bugging me. And it was kind of like that guy that he just said, blindness. He said, he goes, you know what? I'm going to take care of this. In Jesus' name, come out of her. And she got that spirit left, and these guys lost their money because she could no longer be any valuable to, value to them. And they went to the magistrates, and they had Paul and Silas hauled into prison and beaten. But at midnight... Paul and Silas sang praises and prayed unto God. And I bet they did it in Jesus' name, praise the Lord, because the earthquake came and everything was shaken and every prison door was open and the warden came in and said, what's going on here? And him and all his family were baptized and saved that night. All because of Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. All of these things that I just read to you, whether they were healing, whether there are miracle signs and wonders, they were all done in the name of Jesus. Folks, there was a couple that used to come to this church years ago. and one day they were on their way to church, and they were in a place where they couldn't really move their car. Uh, you know they were just you know, traffic and this and that or whatever. And out of nowhere, some car lost control and hit one of those cement light poles. You know, they're made out of cement, those big heavy-duty ones. And that thing was timber going right for their car, the the couple that was coming to church. It was going right for their car, and it was happening so fast, they had nowhere to turn the car. They were boxed in, and it was going to just hit them right. On the top of their car and and you know that probably would have sliced it right down in half it would have smushed them smashed them we don't know what they had enough time to say jesus name and they said they, they, they told the story like whether you believe us or not i'm telling you this is what happened after we said jesus name it was going timber and heading straight for them and when they said jesus name it was like a big invisible hand went grabbed the pole and went like this and dropped it Right behind them, and it didn't touch their car. I'm telling you, why don't you give it a try sometime? Why don't you step out by faith? Oh, what if it doesn't work? Who cares? Try it anyway, because it'll work. I'm telling you, I just told you, it'll work. Woo! Everything we need is in that name. We need to fall so in love with that name. Let's all stand. We need to fall so in love with that name and believe with all our hearts that anything and everything is possible when we call on that name that even when we're ridiculed for using that name, even when we're opposed for using that name, we will not give up and we will not give in. Jesus said in the end times, in the last days, Luke twenty-one seventeen ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake amen as long as you don't use the name of jesus just use you know something else captain kangaroo you know mickey mouse ronald mcdonald use any other name or just use just say the word name but don't say jesus amen baptize any way you want but don't baptize in jesus name you know because that's a problem amen but i'm telling you the name of jesus is what forgives the sins and washes them away. The name of Jesus is what does the healing. The name of Jesus is what makes the miracles happen. So remember, I told you the apostles they got out of that little meeting and he you better not preach, you better not preach in that name anymore. And they went out and said, Lord, and they prayed, the place was shaken. We still got God on our side. All right, we didn't forget what those guys say. We changed it all. And they went out there and they started Preaching in Jesus' name again in chapter 5. Amen. And what happened? They got called on the carpet again. And the Bible said in Acts chapter 5, verse 40, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, this time they beat them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, and they let them go. The first time was a stern, threatening verbal warning. This time it it was physical. They got beat up. Some people would take their ball and go home after that. Well, I didn't sign up for getting beat up. You know what? I, don't, I, I, didn't sign, I signed up for Jesus. Yeah. I didn't sign. This is not a cruise ship. This is a battleship. Yeah. Amen. I got the weapons of my warfare. Yeah. Praise God. I, I'm, I'm going to heaven no matter what. No one's going to stop me in Jesus' name. Yeah. 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 And so instead of quitting... Amen. This is what happened. Look at verse 41. And they departed after they got beaten from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer for his name. That's somebody that has a revelation. That's somebody that knows who their God is. That's somebody that knows, I don't care what happens. Amen. If you want to kill me, amen, I'm going to go to heaven because to depart and be with Christ is far better. Amen. Amen. To live is Christ. To die is gain. Amen. Amen. And as these end times keep going the way they're going, folks, amen, I'm telling you, we're going to need to know about the name of Jesus. We're going to need to use. So it's no wonder that Jesus, that God spoke to Paul and said, in everything you do, in word and deed, use the name of Jesus. Yes. It's the best tool you have. It's the best thing you have in your possession. Amen. Amen. Amen Praise God. Everything we need is in that name. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. The comforter comes in that name. The comforter is the Holy Ghost. You want to receive the Holy Ghost? You do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. The name of Jesus is the prerequisite to all miracles, signs, and wonders, and healings. Amen. You call on that name and stuff happens. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Would you say that name together on three? One, two, three. Jesus. Jesus. Let's say it again. Jesus. Jesus. Let's say it again. Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Let's praise him. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.